previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. Ah, yes. I am Shannon Powers. But you all can call me Shannon Powers. Shannon Powers is a um, historical <laughs> uh, reenactor. Um, oh. <laughs> there is a knock at the door, and it will slowly open. As soon as we see Rice Balls walk into the room, Bay's gonna touch Rux, cast invisibility on both of us. Do you recall the contestant Grayson Thudbarrel? Uh, yeah, the one that did lots of uh, activities. Dead? Is he dead? Yeah, unfortunately. He was found at the zoo, about 15 feet from the zombie exhibit. Uh, that's also where the dinosaurs are from. And where Irwin used to work. And also where Luna took Tokyo. Uh, it was after I spoke to you outside of BJ Fashion's house that I decided to look back at the day that he was injured. Uh, and I want to show you this video. There is a tall, shadowed, cloaked figure on the other side of the truck. Some ice shoots out of the person's hand and onto the ground underneath the truck. The person who did this would be somewhere around 6'10 to 7 feet tall. Shit. If watching Tokyo's show, I'd like to go back to Grayson. Rux clearly had a way of controlling Grayson during that battle, making him fetch things. And on top of that, there were these slash marks on Grayson's neck, right? And they kind of match these slash marks I found at Tommy Wasabi's residence. And he'll open the Unho deck and fan through them (laughs) and pull out one that is torn in half. (sighs) At Tommy Wasabi's residence, you see, it looked like someone tried to break into the back door and their card got stuck on the door. Fuck. All of this can be explained by us being hired by Pamela Dionysus. You you would have to talk to the police. And you refuse to do that. Yeah, I'm. I'm not talking to the police. Well then, yes, well Rex, then, Rex the won't talk well to then, do you see? Oh my God, Tisha! <laughs> I would much prefer you win this, Brody. But when you're done with this match, Rux, and wherever the hell Bay is, you're both under arrest for suspicion of murder. Uh, shit. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and I am so sunburnt today. Hi, my name is Katie. I play Inspector St. Tit, and uh, Chris, you're just getting nice and pink for the Barbie movie. Mm. <laughs> I'm Brandel. I play Bay, and I got something else that's nice and pink. Oh, God. Jesus. You're Christian Louboutins, but those are red bottoms. <laughs> no, it's this bucket of cotton candy that Chris is going to listen to me eat. Oh, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's wet. <laughs> I'm Tisha, and I play Rux Balladicino. I wouldn't think cotton candy would make very much mouth noise. You're eating it wrong. Not with that attitude. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> and hi, I am Jonathan. I play Shannon Powers, and I'm excited for today. 
new character. Mm. It's going to be a fun fucking episode. You sounded like Homestar Runner, Tisha. New character. Character. <laughs> yes. No character. I think I did feel. <laughs> <laughs> fucking loved Homestar. Okay. We're not talking about things we love. We have a question about things we don't like. Oh my god, what a segue, bitch. What is the worst movie you have ever watched? Yeah. Mine is easily one, and I don't understand how there's a fandom for this. It's Hatchet. It's the absolute worst horror movie I've ever seen. I despised it. Like, I was talking shit about it the whole time I watched it. Whenever you said And there's three of them. There's fucking three of them. I was thinking of that book that made me read in middle school. No, no, no. Where the kid, like gets into a plane crash and all he has is a hatchet and mm-hmm. all and he has to like live his life in the wilderness. Yeah. And I was just like, how was that bad? Because I loved it. <laughs> not not that. Hatchet it's it's like a it's set in like New Orleans, I think. No. Oh, there's four of them. And there's like a swamp or bayou environment. And there's this just this like a supernatural ish guy he's like in a cabin and he's like super strong and also super dexterous he can (laughs) breathe underwater it doesn't make any fucking sense there's no storyline behind it and the deaths don't even make sense i hate it so much easily my least favorite movie when this question came up i think no name answered this or asked this uh which thank you no name for putting this in there i it was it was immediate for me this movie is such garbage and i don't understand people that like it if you like if you like it explain it to me please tell me why tell me why this is completely off topic, but I hated Catcher in the Rye. I don't think we should ever have to read it because it's literally just a man being mediocre and then not trying hard. Well, that's the American experience. I know. Um, speaking of mediocre, one of the movies that I saw that I hated was actually from one of our possible podcast ideas that we had, but it didn't go through. Um, and that was fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was just unnecessarily fucking gory for no reason there wasn't even like it shouldn't have been called like horror it should have been called like kink because i think that somewhere out there someone just like yes thrash me daddy that's all it was giving the entire time like whoever made that movie whoever directed that movie was just like oh you know what that one got slashed in the face putting that in the spank bank like that's what it was definitely giving so for that reason, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and any movie that's just gory for the sake of being gory, they can all go. Like all the Saw films? Yes, absolutely all Saw films. Because I feel like that, once again, I feel like some rich white couple cosplays that or like role plays that in their bedroom. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a porn called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow. And now I got to watch it. It's the yeah, first. I didn't know that. It's the, I was going to, I, I can't remember what the store was. It was in Boys Town, but they, I, I saw it there and I just bought it because I thought the name was really funny. It's the first point I ever purchased. Texas Congrats. Chainsaw Massacre. I didn't watch it. That's wonderful. Though. And you I know, just kept it on display. That is to say though, like Final Destination, because you know, Final Destinations, those can be gory too. Like, you know, the log truck. That's different because there's actually a story. Yes. I, so. See, I love the Saw films, so I'm... Is it? Okay. I mean... I like Hostel too, and I enjoyed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was the only one that enjoyed it. I know. Tisha, did you enjoy it? No. Oh. 
I was enjoying a movie edition. Jonathan were just like, what the fuck are we doing again? Why are we doing this? It wasn't because it wasn't scary. I wanted to be scared. Like, we should have watched the. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Who's next? Uh, I'll go next. Uh, I have a spreadsheet or i i should say we have a spreadsheet so in the discord we watch a terrible movie once a month and we've been doing it since uh, april 22 and so i have a list and our worst performing movie that we watched or best if if we're going that way is called thanks killing <sighs> we aren't allowed to say <laughs> thanks killing um in the discord because we just call it the movie that shall not be named because it was so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So for it's... our pros, our pros, we have naked boobs immediately because as soon as you turn it on, you see boobs. Oh. That's the nice. only pro in the entire movie. So far, I'm in. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Jonathan immediately said it in the Discord. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> It's super sexist. The actors are super dumb. A turkey fucks a woman. Wife shits in the husband's coffee and he's not bothered. He just drinks it. They say the F slur and they use a lot of other problematic language in it. It's really bad. Great, great. When was it made? Because it's giving, like, that's like a early 2000s, 90s movie. Yeah, it does. Um, 2007. Yeah. Okay. So this is just about the time that that kind of humor was being called out. Yeah, it's it's called a black comedy slasher film. The pictures in this are are very, very strange. Well, at least there's tits. (laughs) Oh, my God. No one's a fan of dark humor anymore. Bitch, shut the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Attack of the Lederhosen Zombie was very, was kind of close to that. Actually, but that it sounds was, like that sounds like we would laugh at it. Would it be? Was it funny? No, the writing was really bad. The girl goes back to an asshole boyfriend that didn't change at all after leaving him because he was an asshole, and then she just went back with him, and he didn't make any changes whatsoever. So, Catch in the Rye. Okay, so it was written by a mediocre white man. Yes. Uh, it was written by a legacy um, to <laughs> Yale. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, we watched one that was called Killer Sofa, and it's about a sofa that has like a spirit inside of it. So the sofa's alive, and the sofa has sex. It's a it's a chair. It's like a reclining chair. <laughs> so of course it has sex. What? Is it is it the top or the bottom? It's too much. It's too, it's too much. Okay, neck but to if if you, in, if you did the turkey fucking the couch, are, are, it, are, are oh, we back I in? Just, I just want to vomit. I think we're I, all, these Oscar movies worthy. Were so bad. Oscar. <laughs> or maybe a Tony because it's. But the next Oscar. Discord movie is actually going to be good. Like our next month when we're watching the D and D. Yes, one. next month. So we take a break sometimes from watching really shitty, shitty, terrible movies because it, it gets to you, you know, into. Increase morale. We'll watch a good movie every once in a while. So next month we are watching a good movie. We're watching the new D and D movie. This month, Honor Among Thieves. This month, sorry, yes, oh, yeah. in August, our August movie. So join our Discord. Speaking of bad movies, my least favorite movie is uh, The Spirit. Have you guys ever seen 
It was the, the Samuel Jackson. It was like the only movie I ever walked out of in a theater. Wow. I'm Googling it. Wait, is it because he wasn't cussing just... for, like, insanely? No, it's because it was... Honestly, I don't have a reason why I hate it. It was about that time that, like, all the Sin City stuff came out. So it was very, yeah. like, oh, noir, gritty. Mm, mm-hmm. It was... But it was terrible. But a reason, a, a movie I do have a reason for hating is Overboard. Do you guys remember that yes, super old Goldie with Hawn? Goldie movie? Hawn. Okay, I loved the movie, but looking back at it, like in retrospect, that plot is like super fucked. I don't even remember. Can you plot. elaborate? Because I have no idea what you're talking about. I think the super rich, shitty couple lives on a yacht, and they have like this carpenter come over and work on the boat with them. She falls overboard, is like, found later in a hospital with no memories no one recognizes who she is and her shitty rich husband is like oh this is my excuse to go live my bachelor lifestyle as a rich man so he goes off and then the carpenter finds her recognizes her and decides oh i could teach this rich asshole a lesson so he like fucking claims her as his lost Mm -hmm. wife and gaslights her into raising his four children because he's a widower so he basically stockholms her into like wanting a family and then later she regains her memory and she's like oh, I was living a bad life and now these are good people and rich people are bad and I'm happy this happened to me it's like okay wow Skip. <laughs> whoa the trend of fucking uh, like humbling people in movies I hate it I hate it so much bitch let me be mm-hmm. rich okay like oh my god I can't stand it like the life lesson is don't be happy that you're rich girl i mean <laughs> sorry that i can pay all, all my bills little kidnapping and gaslighting. you know like yeah mine are just really bad book adaptations <laughs> the artemis fowl movie i haven't even watched it because i love the oh books as a my kid god i love artemis fowl isn't that a girl's name bitch fuck you <laughs> yeah exactly i'm so smart and i yeah Oh my god, love the Artemis Fowl books. I still do. It's one of the couple books that I kept when I was moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Inkheart book movie adaptation. Love the Inkheart series, kind of. But the movie was really good, but it wasn't a good book adaptation. I remember seeing Inkheart when I was in high school. And in high school, I was in the I was at the climax of my I am a gifted and talented child and I'm about to face that come down. Mm, mm. Um, so like it got to the point where I looked at the ink card book and that book is big and I was just like I can't do it I don't I'm not going to read this book if I was like in fourth grade I would have gladly done it but oh yeah oh yeah like it's a really good series of books the movie was okay it had Brian Fraser in it but it wasn't amazing <laughs> Jonathan no <laughs> <laughs> sorry just Jonathan's like what is Oh, it's killing and then someone in the discord is like jonathan please jonathan, no <laughs> sharkeisha no abort mission abort mission <laughs> <laughs> all right um so yeah what's going on today what are we doing what are we playing we're getting our asses kissed kissed kicked. kissed kicked sorry i said kissed i'd rather almost. have it <laughs> me too awesome. Maybe maybe both's gonna happen here. Brovivor series main event is finally here. It's time for the fifteen man battle. Dun dun dun. So terrible shows. Oh, well, first wow. <laughs> okay. We're, we're all trying our best here. <laughs> <laughs> well. eh. 
to recap, the winning team captain will run the WWP. We've got Mortician's team, Ron Wiener's team, and you, uh, you four are on Brody Street's team. And we've introduced the new character of Shannon Powers. And Jimmy Riceballs is going to arrest Rux after the wrestling match because <laughs> Rux is being set up for the murder of Tommy Wasabi and Grayson, right? And That's I what think it looks like. Suspicious as hell that that cop is wiggling to wait until after a wrestling match. This is a phobia of mine, not being able to talk my way out of a situation because I can't. <laughs> There's no escape. You are facing this consequence. But before we get there, Brody was able to convince Inspector Riceballs to let him have you as wrestlers for the match. Otherwise, he'd have to forfeit, and then he can't run the company. So we're about to start the match. You have as much information as you can gather to this point. The other teams, you can hear their music start to play in the stadium. They start walking out to the ring, and you five are hanging out backstage, ready to walk onto the ramp. And Brody will say to you, Whatever happens, I I appreciate your help tonight. Let's go out there and win this. Any idea who we should target? Any idea who did this to my team and who we should really focus on? Hey, I think uh, that it's that uh, walking stick character. But, uh, you know, don't listen to me. I'm wanted for murder. Uh, I think that uh, (laughs) you are not. You are wanted for murder, but you did not commit this murder. We will make them see that. Um, Sorry, my brain is turned off. I am literally shitting myself with fear. Uh, I don't exercise a lot, and I have asthma, so <laughs> I need one of those gummies. Do you, do you have one of those gummies? Oh, yeah. Does anyone want a gummy? I got Max gummies here. Uh, where did, uh, I mean, where did you get the gummies from? Because there's a good batch and there's a bad batch. Oh, I grabbed them from Silver Powder's bag. I, uh, I wouldn't take those. Um, we had a, a, a fancy scientist doctor come and check them out, and the ones that we got from Silver Powder... They got it. They're a bad batch. They uh, they start turning you into like a headache machine with uh, with uh, smelly sweat, <laughs> oh. really smelly sweat. Oh shit! Headache machine. Okay. Uh. Well, I guess I won't take them. Yeah, I would uh, recommend against that. We did get a good batch from uh, the club that uh, this Tommy Wasabi guy was providing to them before apparently people think that I murdered him. I didn't murder him, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, but um, so how many do we have left? I know Rux kept some. I think he kept two. I think it was two, I think two, they yeah. kept two. But didn't you buy seven from the club? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Marcel Pulled Pork only took the one uh, bad one and maybe one good one and left you with the rest. So we can say you right. have four. Okay. Okay. I have uh, these four. And these are good ones? Yeah, but I only got four. I mean, I'll, I'll be okay. I think that I should save these for later. Uh, you know, when I am almost literally dead. Yeah, you got your cups on? Ah, uh, yes, ah, uh, yes. Uh, very important, very important. Yeah. I do not have future children insurance. Uh, sorry, everyone. <laughs> Gotta protect those <laughs> gems, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rex, Rex hands out the... Other three to Lynn and Bay and Shannon Powers and hands the fourth one. Are you sure? I mean, if you need it, take it. That's fine. I I don't need this. No, I kind of want to just, I want to feel everything. You know what I mean? This is going to be a big one and I want to remember this. Okay. Um, when, Thanks, he says, 
whenever he says this is going to be a big one, can I just run a little insight on him? Because, like, he is he plotting something right now? Yeah, go ahead and roll insight. Okay. Like, I want to see his face. <gasps> yes, 21. Uh, he's nervous. He's, he's nervous going into this match, yeah. Because, I mean, this is his whole thing. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Uh, 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 wait. Uh, uh, and then I point to Rex and I say, wait a second. Uh, what is this? Uh, this is uh, a multivitamin gummy that uh, it's like a energy gummy, like an energy drink, but uh, in gummy form. Ah, energy. Okay, so no, no weird side effects. Uh, I mean, you might get a little bit of a headache, uh, but uh, no, like, smelly side effects. But if anyone else offers you one, uh, tell us and do not take it. Because the bad ones, they make you smell literally like shit. And they give you, like, a blinding headache. It's, really uh, bad. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Ah, okay. Uh, good to know. Uh, this isn't going to be, like, Woodstock in, like, 1860, right? <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, you know, I took um the the colors kind of seem a little cool. It's like uh, being hopped up on caffeine. Ah, yes, I do like coffee. Okay, well, I love that. And sometimes I make you speak in people's minds. I have to speak like the king of England. Yeah, wait, sure do. <laughs> could you could you not do that to me while I'm on this <laughs> gummy, <laughs> please? <laughs> I'm going to speak in his mind and say, Rotow. Nope. <laughs> nope. The inside the brain voice is that super cockney accent. Right old mate. <laughs> Which changed because the first time you did it, you sounded very proper English. We're dancing around the UK. I'd like to leave the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then, like, I don't know, I swat away his voice like I'm swatting a fly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, don't do that shit. And everyone, we should get ready for this fight. Um, it seems it's going to be uh, a doozy. As you say that, Brody's music starts to play, and the crowd goes wild. He slaps himself on either side of his face and kind of shakes his head. All right, let's go. Rux will cast aid. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just every time you cast that. I know. Your spell bolsters your allies with toughness and resolve. Choose up to three creatures within range. Sure, I'll cast it at third level so all all five of us can get it. You're going to give us all aid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increase for f- by five for the duration, which is eight hours. Damn. So give yourself five hit points. Okay. Oh, I still have... Do I still have 15 temp hit points from forever Fuck. ago? Yeah, you haven't lost them. Nice. Do those stick around permanently until... Uh, if you do a long rest, usually temp hit points expire, but... Oh, do they? I don't think we have. When did you get them? When we were in the sewer. You've rested since the sewer. We have, yeah. Fine, thanks. Sorry. Get rid of him. Tisha, you fucking nerd. Uh, Brandall, I know you're speaking as Brandall, but you should say that again in your British Cockney voice. Mm-hmm. Oi, uh-huh. thanks, Tisha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> you bugger. Bollocks. <laughs> Not bollocks. Okay. Uh, so then, now that after, after Rux cast that, the five of you will walk out onto the ramp 
and the crowd continues to chant, Brody, Brody, Brody. The other 10 wrestlers are already in the ring waiting for you. You each climb up into the ring, go through the ropes, and stand in position. There are two referees in the ring. With how big of a match this is, they need a lot of people to look after this. And to remind you of how this is going to go, if you drop to zero hit points, I'm not letting you be revived in the match. You're knocked out and you're out of the ring. The winner is whoever is the last person standing on a team or the last people standing on a team. That person's captain will become the, uh, that person's captain will run the company. I never gave it a title and I'm going to continue to not give it a title. Well. And Tisha just gave us the wrestling moves that you can do. Uh, either being the striker, the technician, or the high flyer. Unfortunately, you don't have a powerhouse because Shannon didn't train as a wrestler. Shannon's just a whole assassin. A whole assassin? Well. A whole assassin. <laughs> I mean, with that voice, maybe. Ah. <laughs> I enjoy the very like feminine energy look of Shannon and then this deep-ass powerful voice coming in. <laughs> we love a juxtaposition. Yes. Then the wrestling match is about to start. The crowd quiets down, the bell rings, and it's time to roll initiative. Okay. Mother sh- shucky ducky. It's, it's, it's not us first, though, right? Or is it, like, ev- everyone? Yeah, the way this match works is all 15 people are going to be in the ring at once. I'm making it a, a 60 foot by 60 foot ring, so it's very large. Okay. And yeah, it is anyone versus anyone. And I just rolled initiative 10 times, so let me get through this. <laughs> yep. I. How are we kind of positioned around the ring? Are we grouped up into teams? Missionary. Yes. You... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're each going to be in one of the corners to start, all five people. And then you can spread out once the uh, initiative goes. Am Huge. I still playing um, Ready Streets? Yes. So if you could roll initiative for him too. You know what? I just realized I am not in the campaign. You're not. We've been hiding Shannon for so long. What did Shannon get? Uh, Shannon got a five. Lynn got a oh. ten. Rex got a four. Oh, nat 20 on initiative, baby. Okay, so I'm just now seeing, like, <laughs> the characters <laughs> that we're fighting against. Yeah. Steph Collins looks like he would gaslight you about the text messages from his girlfriend, his, uh, his other woman, like, to his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Brody initiative, sorry, it is and then a, like, oh, just a free 11. Okay. Oh, that's puzzle? Yeah. And then Brody Streets looks like he's on the casting couch. <laughs> that was the... <laughs> that's what... Is that what you said? Yeah, we said that earlier. <laughs> like, that's absolutely a porn <laughs> picture. And Chris was like, well, I just Googled oily chess. No, he picked that specifically pick from that the porn one. he recently Hello. watched. Yeah. It's giving very <laughs> much if you, if, you Google, if you Google greasiest chest, that's one of them. For any listener that wants to play along at home. <laughs> greasiest chest. <laughs> yeah, just any picture that you see that's clearly from a porn. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's, it goes Brandon and then me, 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 me. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll make sure to take off some of those for you. Arnar. Okay, the bell has rung, and Bay, you are the first to act. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bay's gonna. Oh, no. Kind of scoot up a little bit. 
in their I believe the Guchador uniform was just a luchador mask mm. that I'm rolling around in. Beautiful. That's wonderful, yeah. Uh you move forward a little bit and say Oh gonna kill somebody <laughs> and then cast a level four fireball on their group of people. So, so <laughs> wait, because fireball is thirty feet. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's sixty. Oh, it's six. Oh, that was. Two. Well, no, because the ring is sixty. The ring is sixty. Oh, 60. okay. It's a twenty foot radius, so it's a forty foot total. Okay. Okay, but is there a saving throw or anything? Dexterity. Yeah, you make a dex save of sixteen. And whose team are you aiming for? <sighs> okay, hang on. Where's the list of the separation of in teams? game notes? I can't hit both in this forty foot. If the ring's sixty by sixty foot, and they're each in different corners, then they're each sixty feet apart. You don't get to mass kill um, everyone in the very first. We're not even halfway through the episode. Rude, rude, rude. This is uh, also. I saw what bullshit. you rolled for damage. You're not going to kill anybody. I know it's really not. It was a terrible roll. Where is the list? I don't see a list of people. So in game notes, <laughs> I'm in it. Okay, and then you scroll up to. Just before July 15th, July 2nd. Oh, okay. I wasn't looking at weeks ago, I guess. But it's you, how you barely scroll up. You're so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say fame has changed you. And whose fault is that? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for Ron Wiener's team. Okay. Then let me roll deck saves. Yeah. Like I. 16. Okay. I really like that. I got like mostly ones and twos. Nat one for Ron Wiener. <laughs> Huge D also rolled a nat one. We're about to refresh this page. Yes, excellent. Murder, murder. Okay, it's two ones. It's 11. So that's 13 for Steph Collins. Fails. Ugh, nine for Puzzle. And 16 for DDD Stone Donson. That one saves. So everybody takes 28 damage except DDD who gets 14. Okay. And. That's a level four sorcerer spell. Ooh. Oh, bitch. Let's do it. How are you going to kill our team? <laughs> I got a 30. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh. What the flying oh. fuck? Okay, hey. roll a d4 for me. What is it? What is it? What is it? 30 is you turn the nearest NPC into a bucket for 1d4 hours. <gasps> oh. Oh, I thought it was yourself and. Okay. Okay, so someone's a bucket for two hours. Great. Ref erd turns into a bucket oh no. oh no are you allowed to attack the refs well i guess they're gonna find out i feel like this is going to turn into a bloodbath now we don't have anyone to say hey you can't do that that's illegal perfect but then again you did send out send out a whole fireball so i guess okay if we can't cast spells like fireball lynn is fucked <laughs> yeah you're down one ref now how many refs are left one only one ref left. more about might the bucket tips over. <laughs> Was it full of anything? Sand. Okay. What the okay. fuck did they just do to that guy? Well, it was always a bucket list. Okay, okay, that's good. It made me think that that was planned. Oh my god. Anything else you can do on your turn, Bay? No, that's it. All right, time to do some damage. Ron Wiener is up next. Ron is going to... Oh, who do we want to run up on? Are you 60 feet away or are you 30 feet away from us? 60, but Ron Wien is quick. All right, Ron Wien is a team captain. He knows what he wants. He's going to run to the dead center of the ring and just prepare 
to fight. Oh. Come at me! <laughs> Come on me. Well, because it puts him in range of everything, usually. Mm-hmm. Is he, like, preparing an action or just chilling? <laughs> the world may never um, know. Um, I want to do something. I just don't know what to do right now. Because I made these characters at He does nothing. Mm. He hurts himself. <laughs> he tripped. He's tripped. There's a lot of stuff I can do when I'm in range, and every range I think is, oh, I know what he's doing. He's a fucking psychopath. This is what we're going to do. He's going to run up 40 feet, and he's going to chuck his battle axe at bay. Okay. Fuck. An 11. That does not hit. All right. He throws his battle axe and it falls to the ground. Great. (laughs) Stupid. Is it near me now? Can I, like, soak it up? It's near you. You can soak it up on your turn. Nice. Great. Fuck. Well, that was good. Bay, don't you have like resistance to physical attacks? Like no, that? I have resistance to poison and acid. And I'm not oh, okay. within five feet, so I can't do the other thing. Okay, <laughs> well then that's Ronwina. Great, great, great. Curses. All right, we're moving on to Hypothesis, who is on Mortician's team. Hypothesis is going to use his. He's going to move up thirty feet. I've got my little map going now. Hang on. Hypothesis looks like great value can. Great value can. I think he's going to do two actions here. The first thing he's going to do, Hypothesis is going to run up on Ronwina and swing with his Morningstar. I thought this was a wrestling match. Oh no, we're fighting. We're whole ass fighting. It's like a fight to the death for the rights of a company. Like if Succession could resolve with the cage ring, that'd actually be a lot more interesting for me to watch. 11 points of damage to Ronwina. And then... I'm glad they're attacking each other. Well, they're on different teams. Yep. Hypothesis is on Mortician's team. Oh, is there like a list of the team somewhere? Girl. Yes. Oh, you hilarious. said that on purpose, bitch. I was about to fight you. <laughs> I was so mad. I'm just trying to make Chris fucking... Going to go get a drink now. No. <laughs> this is why we drink. Right. Then he's going to fire his crossbow because he's got two actions. Mm. And we're going to fire it at Brody Streets. Oh, hold on. Does a 17 hit Brody? A 17, yes, it hits. Oh! For six damage. That really hurtish, but not as much as it did to fuck your mom. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh. Wow. Um, just for context for the listeners, um, Brody Streets is very obviously a porn image. Apparently Chris Googled in very oily chest, and it's just some guy looking down with a, oh my god. Either my dick is getting sucked or I have a big dick face. And he is just, you could mm-hmm. cook eggs on his chest. It's, like, it's oh so oily. Giving very much post-climax. Okay, I just thought he looked surprised. It's very much like, oh, I thought this was just a regular massage. <laughs> there we go. That's it. <laughs> I'm also going to use, I think I can do this, my distracting strike. When you hit with a weapon attack, you can expend one superiority die add to the total of the damage roll and the next attack roll against the target by an attacker other than you has advantage if the attack is made before the start of your next turn and we got plenty of people before that so okay but let me expend this superiority die and then i'll roll a d8 to add to the damage to brody another seven damage please so it's on to steph collins then and Steph Collins is going to, since he's on Ron Wiener's team and they got hit, he's going to cast Prayer of Healing 
on everybody but Ron because Ron ran up. Who is this? Steph Collins? Yes. Fucking cleric. And that is, ooh, that's a lot of eights. 24 damage back to everybody. It's like Bay's turn didn't even happen. Dang. Great. Love that. Lovely. As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith, creature of your choice. You can't do that, but I mean, like, whatever. Why not? That's two leveled two spells. spells in one round. If one's, oh, it's a, there are two spells. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. I know. I'll play by the rules. <laughs> Just for today. <laughs> Until it's my turn, then I'm going to cast None of my two firearms. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Until you tell me different rules. <laughs> My level of questioning is, oh, all right. <laughs> well, then, never mind. I'm not going to use my bonus action to do that. I'm instead going to nothing, because I don't need to do anything else. Great. Yeah, that's Steph's <laughs> turn. We helped the team. And now it's on to huge D, who's literally just a letter D. In real life or just this logo? <laughs> <laughs> just this logo. I made them the tallest mountain dwarf. Nice. Oh, that's funny. That's cute. Yeah, they're like, it's like a six foot five mountain dwarf. Oh my god. Yeah. I wanted that, like, stature of a dwarf, but the height of a wrestler. Can dwarfs not be wrestlers? They can, but just I wanted, like, a six foot. I needed everybody to be a certain height for that uh, clue of the height to make sense. You could have made him, like, a half giant. Stop saying clue, okay? It makes me feel stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I know that it helps. I know that you're helping us, and you're like, please, God, figure this out. Oh my god, Jesus. I swear it was our. I feel like you guys already figured it out last episode. I do. I feel like I was giving anything away there. He's a dwarf that's big. He's a dwarf that's big, yes. Why are you whispering? Oh, because you're typing. Because I'm trying to type it and I'm just trying to figure out what's relevant because I don't know what it is because I'm stupid. <laughs> this is the main concern I had with playing the person who leads the detective agency. Lena's very I'm feeling very insecure because I am feeling very insecure. <laughs> Just because he is not very physically competent. And now one of his guys is going to get arrested for murder. So he's Mm. also thinking about how to figure that out. Yeah. But he can't figure that out if he gets his fucking head cut off. So. True story. And speaking of, Huge D is going to enter a rage. And when they do that, they're going to grab a watermelon from underneath the ring and put it between their very thick thighs and just smash it. Oh, everyone roll for arousal. (laughs) (laughs) Nat 20. (laughs) <laughs> That's Rex's thing. Yeah, a summer fruit. <laughs> Stop by morning the end of strawberry season. Huge D is going to run up. They're on Ron Wiener's team. They're going to run up 35 feet, just a little bit past Ron Wiener. Because I need you guys to feel the pain, I'm going to go for one of you. I don't think you pissed off Huge D at all, but I'm going to go for Rux anyway. Oh no. Huge D is going to run up 35 feet and then throw one of his hand axes at you. Oh, these rolls are garbage. 12 to hit. That misses. Okay, I don't want to throw my other one because I only have one more axe. Rux is wearing high heels and just jumps right over the axe because you threw it way too low. Nice. (laughs) Cheeks. All right, well, then that's Huge D's turn. I don't want to do anything else. and I don't have bonus actions that help me right now. Oh, no, I already used my bonus action to go into a rage. That's it. Huge D. We're just getting people in the middle of the ring, which makes them in melee range. At some point, these swings are going to be fun. It's just like the first couple moves in chess. You just have to get close enough to use your special actions. Yeah. It's not really an advantage on my end to go first then, because then I'm just getting in range. 
Yep. But it is Mortician's turn, and Mortician doesn't need to worry about range. We're going to do... I'm going to cast Hex on Brody Streets at fourth level. Leave Brody alone. That is a bonus action, by the way. Holy shit. Uh, You place a curse on a creature that you see within range until the spell ends. I don't even see any type of save that you make here. Hang on, is that really the case? You place a curse on a creature that you see within range. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the creature whenever you hit it with an attack. Also, choose one ability when you cast the spell. The target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen ability. If the target drops to zero hit points before the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of yours to curse a new creature. Dang, you said that was at fourth level? Yeah, when you cast it at fourth level, you can maintain your concentration on the spell for up to eight hours. Wow. Beautiful. I'm going to hex Brody Streets as a bonus action, and then I'm going to cast Acid Splash on Brody Streets. That's not a two things again? It's a cantrip. It's a cantrip and a bonus action. Because mm-hmm. <sighs> so you're smart and you learn from your mistakes. I did learn. Look at that. Playing by the fucking rules. Stop it. <laughs> so I need Brody to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, what was that? It was a fucking two. It was a nat one. Oh. The spell's damage is seven damage total. Katie, how's Brody looking right now? I mean, he's at 60 out of 68 points. 10 hit points are gone, obviously. Um, but he does have, like, lay on hands as, like, an action. And oh, I can... he's a paladin. Okay, got it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, there's a bunch of stuff that he can do. I'm not worried. I feel like I made Brody pretty well. After Mortician, it is now Chevrolet Cortez. It's me getting a bunch of turns. Isn't this great? Yeah, you said you're yourself six times, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got, yeah. This is the last, this is the sixth time. You're right. It was six. Oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Chevrolet Cortez is going to hop on the top rope uh, for a better vantage point, And they're going to cast Guiding Bolt. I'm going to roll a d10 because I don't know who I want to hit. We're going to do it on DDD. Chevrolet and DDD are different teams? Yes. DDD's on Ron Wiener's team, right? Yes. No, fuck that. I want to hit you guys. I'm going to aim for Shannon. Bro, what? With, with a what? Yes. Uh, with, um... Guiding Bolt from oh Chevrolet Cortez God, on the top. Four. Okay, go ahead. Let's see what happens here. 14 plus 2, 16 to hit? That hits. Oh. A flash of light streaks towards you. Oh, it could have been 11 damage. And does... Yeah, but now doesn't everybody get, like, advantage when hitting you? Yes. And the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn has advantage. Thanks to the mystical dim light glittering on you. I'm sparkling. What happens if there's a ring out? Uh, you can get back in the ring. This is bullshit. Yeah, it's not a... <laughs> it's, it's not, not Royal Rumble wrestling. rules. Or okay. kingly battle rules. I don't think I have any bonus action. All right, Chevrolet Cortez will end his turn on the top rope, and now it is Brody Streets. <sighs> okay, I'm Brody Streets. <laughs> Reporting to you live. Reporting to you live. Um, Brody is just gonna cough a little and say, that's nothing. I'm ready to bring this company to the next level. And that means making important staffing choices. And he is going to... How many spells does this guy have? I am going to cast Hunter's Mark 
on Mortician. Okay. So I choose a creature that I can see within range, so 90 feet. Uh, until the spell ends, I deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever I hit it with a weapon attack, and I have advantage on any wisdom, perception, or wisdom survival checks I make to find them. If the target drops to zero hit points, I can use it to mark a new creature. Um, bah, bah, bah. So I am just going to cast it at first level to save it. And I'm casting Hunter's Mark on... I'm going to write this down so I don't forget. Brody Streets. Mortician. Yeah. I, I am Brody Streets. Yes. So that means I have to hit him okay. with a weapon to deal that damage. But I deal an extra 1d6 damage whenever I hit him with a weapon. Okay. So I am then going to throw a javelin. I just have one. Um, but I am going to throw it at Mortician because that Hunter's Mark was a bonus action. This movement is my action. Yes. So that is a... Wow. Fuck yeah. That's a nat 20, baby. So that's a 25 to hit. Okay. Yeah, that does hit. And I'm going to roll crit damage. Yes. Is a five. So that's 10 damage to Mortician. Okay. And when I hit him, I am going to use Divine Smite. It's a special action. Um, so starting at second level, when I hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, I could expend one spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target in addition to the damage. I believe that's a bonus, bonus, action, bonus action that you already did. Divine Smite. Yeah, the smites, I believe, are bonus actions. Okay. If it says 1BA, one bonus action. Like, Bane is one action. Command okay. is one action. But, like, Divine Smite isn't showing up on... I don't even see that you have Divine Smite on Brody Streets. I see you have Searing Smite. Oh, it's Divine Smite. Oh, special. Okay. If you go to Actions underneath Other. Oh. Oh. Okay. It says Special. Action Type Special. Chris, what do you say? Does Action Type Special? Special. Divine Smite. Okay, actions and when you hit with a melee weapon, you can expend... Oh, yeah. yeah. So you can expend a spell slot to do... There we go. 2D... Okay, yeah. Yeah, then and yes. I can attack twice instead of once whenever I attack on my turn. So it just has extra attack as a feature for being a paladin, I think. Um, so I can count that as the Divine Smite attack okay. as well, let's just say. Because I don't think I'm close enough to do anything else. Okay, so I am going to hit a creature. So I'm going to expend a spell slot. The extra damage is 2d8 for first level. So I'm going to cast that at first level. So that is... Another 12 damage. Okay. That's radiant damage. Yeah, Mortician took some damage there. Yep. Oh, Does he look... Is he vulnerable to radiant damage, or is he an undead or a fiend? Uh, he's none of those. Okay. Um, and then Mortician needs to make a concentration Ooh. save. Mm-hmm. Fuck that hex. <laughs> All right, let me see. It is... Constitution saving throw. Oh no! It's a six. Yay! Um, Miss Thing, no Brody is no longer hexed. Spell. Oh, nice. All right. All right. <laughs> Anything else, Brody? Uh, no. That's it. That's it. Okay, then DDD Stone Donson is going to run up on Hypothesis because Hypothesis hit Ronwina, and DDD can't stand for that. 
So DDD is running up on Hypothesis, swinging his longsword. Oh, 11 does not hit. But what are these rolls? At least I don't think it hits. Some of these wrestlers I have have awful AC. No, that doesn't hit. Well, damn, hang on. We're going to do something else. We got bonus actions, right? Yeah, DD is going to use a bonus action to cast Bardic Inspiration on Ronwina, giving them 1d8 to ability checks, attack rolls, and saving throws. To Ronwina? Yes. Okay, that's a good turn by DDD, but now there's four wrestlers in the middle of the ring, and it is Lynn Spector's turn. Lynn is literally visibly pissing, shaking, throwing up, crying, screaming. Like, not like physically, but like emotionally. You can see it on his face that he is like pale, sweating. He is like, he could really go for a cigarette right now. Like, oh my God. Mm. Oh my God. You know, emo emotionally pissing yourself. Just emotionally. Don't tell me you haven't emotionally pissed yourself. <laughs> that that is me in horror movies by the way emotionally pissing myself <laughs> um so lynn is definitely more of a outside of a fight kind of a guy i mean he has told the dead and that is an action can also cast hunter's mark on someone so i am going to what does one h mean Oh, casting time, one hour. Gross. Well. So I'm not casting that anytime soon. That might be a problem, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's glyph of warding, so if I can just, like, plant a trap kind of thing. So Lynn is going to cast Confusion at fourth level, and that is a spell where... Um, the spell assaults and twists creatures' minds, spawning delusions and provoking uncontrolled action. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere uh, centered on a point you choose within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw um, when you cast the spell or be affected by it. An affected target can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each turn to determine its behavior for that turn. And that lasts a minute. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. And they have to beat a 16 wisdom saving throw. Where are you casting it? I am casting it centered at the very center of its 10-foot range. I'm casting it on the rest of Mortician's team. So as close as I can get to completely encompassing Mortician's team. What is the range on that? It is 90 feet. Okay. Within 90 feet. And then it's a 10-foot sphere. So then you can get Walking Stick, Mortician, and Italian Saddle are all still clumped together. Okay, so Lynn's turn. So I need to roll what saving throws for that? You need wisdom. to throw, with, yeah, wisdom saving throws. Or are. 14 for Mortician. So Mortician fails. Four for Walking Stick. Walking Stick fails. And a 19 for Italian Saddle. Italian saddle passes. Mortician and walking stick need to roll a d10. Yep. Okay. You don't want them to get like a nine or a you ten. Don't want maybe. that. Oh, that's good to know. How about a four? That's not good for you. No, it's not. Um, the creature doesn't move or takes actions this turn. Okay, that's walking stick, and then mortician got a seven. This creature good. uses its action to make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its range. If there is no creature within its range, the creature does nothing on this turn. Good shit. Yeah. 
Okay, so walking stick doesn't get to do fucking anything. No, nope. yeah. doesn't move or take actions. And then can't do any reactions. Is that your turn though, Lynn? So that is my one action. I am just seeing if I have any bonus actions. I am going to harness divine power. As a bonus action, I regain one expanded spell slot up to level two. So I am going to regain a level two spell slot. Yeah, and, and I can't do anything else except read people's minds if I want to, and I don't want to do that. So yeah, I just stay in my corner. I'm not moving away from the corner. Okay. I was just looking at there was anything either of these two can do as a reaction. Yeah, so Mortician has to, because he got a seven, right? Yes. He has to attack a random person who is within his range. So whoever was within his physical range, because it's a melee attack, that's Italian Saddle and... And Walking Stick, yes. And Walking Stick, so I'm going to roll a D2 or D4. If it's even, it's Walking Stick. If it's odd, it's the other guy. Okay. It's odd, so it's the other guy. All right, Italian Saddle will get the next damage from Mortician. Uh, it's on their next turn, right? Yep. Okay, well then it's Walking Stick's turn. That was fun. Now it's Italian Saddle's turn. <laughs> Italian Saddle saw the two people uh, do not so well next to him. I've got the Charger feet, so I'm going to use my dash action and then use a bonus action to make a melee attack. Uh, I'm going to... I take that back. I'm going to... He's going to back up into the turnbuckle, howl at the sky, and then run towards Lynn. And as he runs the first... What's up? What's that, what's that howl sound like? Uh... <laughs> A woof. <laughs> woof. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Ew, you fucking furry. <laughs> uh, Italian said it will start running towards Lynn with his great sword in hand. Is he passing anyone on the way that would get an opportunity attack? Lynn is like in the corner. Like, I, like ideally behind other people. Yeah, I do have you behind people. Oh, no, what are we talking about? Italian Saddle's going for Rux. Oh, uh, what? You flicked each other in the forehead. Oh, yeah. It's game on. Mm. Oh, hot. That's why he howled. We did exchange forehead flicks. Yep. Over the course of a few days. Sexy. Yeah. And now you're pregnant. And. I'm pretty certain I can run around people with this charger feet. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right, charger feet activated. I'm rolling to hit Rux with my great sword. Uh, 12 to hit, but I get to add something. Come on, baby. I have a just a question. Yeah? The charger feet says if you move at least 10 feet in a straight line immediately before taking this bonus action. Yeah. How do you run around people if you have to go in a straight line? Nothing straight about this podcast. Okay, great. I'll just I'm be quiet. that we're all learning. The, um, we're becoming rules lawyers now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We have to fight 15 people. <laughs> okay, well then, this feels not great. But now Italian Saddle is right next to you, Rux. Like, in your face. Took a swing and missed. Fuck. Yep, that's what happened. Italian Saddle's over here now. Uh, I have a question for you, Katie. Since Italian Saddle moved, Mortician's going to have to go for Walking Stick then, eh? Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, then. It's on to Puzzle's turn. I don't think Puzzle had any negative interaction with anybody. But he's going to 
speak the magic word into his flame tongue longsword as a bonus action. Choppy waves, bro. And the sword lights up with flames. He can't move too far. I think Puzzle's gonna go into the middle too. I think he wants to play in that middle area with everybody. And right now, it's like most of Ronwina's team on Hypothesis. Just surrounding him and beating the shit out of him. Or almost. And that's what Puzzle's gonna do. Puzzle's gonna join in on the Hypothesis uh, beatdown. With a natural 20. I get a nat 20 on not fighting you guys. Nice. Well love that. We love that we eat that. Mm-hmm. That'd be 12 plus 2d6 plus another d6 because of the crit. Get him, Jade. 24 damage <laughs> to Hypothesis. Beat that ass. Back rolls. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Plus... Puzzle is a rogue. I believe I can do sneak attack then. You don't need advantage on the attack if another enemy of the target is within five feet. And there's like four of them. So that's another 46 damage to Hypothesis, which is another 13 damage. Hypothesis is just getting bullied in the middle of the ring. Rogues are fun. Uh oh. Mm hmm. All of our encounters from now on are just going to be rogues. <laughs> 10 rogues. You're fighting 10 rogues. Oh, God. That ends Puzzle's turn. We're almost at the bottom of initiative, and that means, Shannon, it's your first time to fight. Yeah, so Shannon looks over at the team that has... Is that... Do I see Beyonce? Do you see Beyonce? Yeah, she's in the crowd. No, I mean, in the... Like, there's three teams, right? Three other teams? There's two other teams. Your team and then the two other teams. I was looking at the wrong thing. So this one with Chevrolet... not real. Okay. That's Katie's list of what she thought was in a fight. All right, Beyonce's cool. Beyonce's definitely not there. <laughs> okay. Sorry. The team that has Steph Collins on it, how many people are still in that corner? Only Steph Collins is remaining in the corner. Okay. The other four are in the center surrounding Hypothesis. All right. For Mortician's team, how many people are still in the corner? Uh, Mortician and Walking Stick are in the corner, and Chevrolet Cortez is on the turnbuckle. Okay. So then, I need Mortician and the other two that you said, I need them mm-hmm. all to make Wisdom Saving Crows. That's not the roll I want to make. Okay. Chevrolet got a 14. Failed. Walking Stick got a 6. Yes. And Mortician a 12. All oh, three failed. No. Great. Um, so they are now charmed and incapacitated with a speed of zero. As I, um, nice. as I uh, say, uh, I give them a really long story. I'm just shouting it at them. Um, about the War of 1812, where the laser monsters uh, fought the giant dinosaur people. Um, as a Quebecois, Lynn is very upset by this misrepresentation of the time where the French heroically fought off the English and not the other way around, despite what everyone else says. Uh, we are not a history podcast. No, but Shannon Powers is a historian. Um, yeah, so I'm casting Hypnotic Pattern, and they are now incapacitated. All three of them. Doesn't everyone who sees that have to make a, a saving? It says a range of 30 feet. So I imagine the ones that are in the center, there may be some in the center that catch the Hypnotic Pattern, but I thought that would probably be too much for us to try and figure out. Yeah, also some of the crowd is now affected. Oh, yeah. So there's like fighting going on. I'm just like, ah, yes. And the laser dinosaurs finally found their trump card. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're fucking showing a documentary in the middle of this. A cigar in hand, legs crossed in a leather armchair. (laughs) And I am going to... um, It is concentration. So I am going to end my turn by hiding behind Lynn Spector. Great. Because I don't want my concentration to break. Longsword of life stealing? What was that? <laughs> Wait, that's okay. Wait, what the fuck was that, that Chris? Like what? S plus dick. Like, it took your soul, honey. Where'd you see that? <laughs> it said uh, someone attack roll with. No, I might have accidentally rolled something. Okay, great. Love that. <laughs> Rux, we're ending the initiative with you. Rux is going to use Searing Smite as a bonus action. And you said that Italian Saddle's right in front of Rux? Yes. All right. Face to face. They're going to use their Javelin of Lightning, 11 to hit. Uh, Italian Saddle, that does not hit. All right. And second attack, a 17 to hit. That does not hit. A 17 doesn't hit? Nope. Whoa. Um, okay. Oh, well, fuck. that was Rux's turn. Beautiful. Please yes. remind me, everyone, that I have bardic inspiration and I can give that to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I could have helped you. Okay, my bad. If uh, everyone can please remind uh, me of my abilities, <laughs> that would be great. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Speaking of, Bay, you are up next. We're back at the top of the order, but I'm going to have you take your turn on the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. And really, the reason I'm doing that is because this battle was 15 different characters and took us four hours to record, so we had to split it up into different episodes. Right now, the part two to this episode is two hours and 40 minutes, so I'm probably going to split that into two episodes as well. So next episode will be all battle, and then the following episode will be the conclusion to the fifth season of Roll Gay Roleplay. And by then, we will have release dates for season six, which will be the conclusion of Bailing You Out and some fun stuff that we're doing in between then. Uh, But let's just focus on the wrestling match for now, and we will get back to it next time. Until then, I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. Also, the day of this release, August 8th, is Mark's birthday. So happy birthday, husband! I'm Tisha. You can find the podcast at RollGayRoleplay.com. I'm Brandon, and you can find me on my Amazon wishlist. It's never too late to get me a birthday gift. Hi, my name is Katie. I play Linspector St. Tit, and you really should get Randall something for their birthday. I deserve it. You deserve it. Hi, I'm Jonathan, and thank you all for finding me on TikTok. I feel so special. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti.